Hola, galeras. This is Jaws Blake of the Painter Files Podcast. This is episode 119. We're going to talk about the mural. We're going to talk about art school. We're going to talk about all the fun stuff. Okay. So, galeras, I painted a big old mural. <laughs> uh, I know some of you heard about it last time on the podcast, on the short in the middle of the week, but we're going to go more into the details of all of it today (laughs) sorry radio cut on um yeah so my friend Casey who is the general manager for a company called Yoga Heights in the DC Maryland area asked me to do a mural um for their business for their grand opening for this and I was allowed to do whatever I wanted to do And I decided to do a kind of a flowing staircase design, which made me think of like Brazil. And I believe it's in Rio, the Rio steps. So if you Google Rio steps, you'll see them. They have an actual name, but I don't remember what they are. It's like the Sistando steps, I think is what it's stairs, but I might be wrong. I think I'm probably wrong. And in that, I just kind of started thinking and playing these, like, ideas in my mind about what I wanted it to look like. And for the days coming up, I was just kind of so worked up and nervous that I hadn't really slept very much. So I was just trying to figure out how to, like, paint it and then disassemble it and then paint it and figure out the most effective way to kind of set it up so I could do the mural so my first thought was I gotta clean the space off so I did that for a little bit when I got there at about nine o'clock in the morning and then I proceeded after I cleaned it to then tape it up with painters tape which took probably about an hour or so and then after that I took the red paint that I had the primer red spray paint that I had brought. It's kind of like a crimson red. And I proceeded to do the underlayers. And that took probably about an hour or so because I had to go over it a couple times because I was going over like a gray kind of painted step. So I needed it to stick, but I also needed it to not show through. So I did all that and then I went to lunch that point it was 11 o'clock after that I came back I went to this place called um, something kitchen I forget what it's called but it was like this nice little kind of like pickup spot and it was nice I had like a bunch of um, what was it I know I'm giving you like a play-by-play of the day and it's probably stupid to some of you but I don't know it's interesting to me and hopefully it's interesting to some of you so I got like some roasted Brussels sprouts and like a root beer and I picked up a card for my big sis, Jenna. So Jenna, if you're listening to this, check your mail in a couple of days. Probably not going to get it on Thanksgiving, but some type of thing. It's very pretty. Um, yeah, and then I went back and I taped up some geometric shapes painted them yellow and then I waited for those to dry everything dries really fast so I used like a paintbrush to do all the all the shapes 
And then after that, I just proceeded to use these uh, graffiti paint markers. And I just did like all these like designs and shapes and everything. And it just felt really beautiful. And then by about five o'clock maybe, I was done. And then we went to a set party, or not a set party, a grand opening party on Saturday. And I met a bunch of people, and I ran into a bunch of people I knew. And it was super chill, actually. It was really nice. Um, they had, like, these uh, authentic uh, Mexican tacos. So they were, like, cactus and mushroom. And then, of course, like, all the meats and stuff like that. But it was really nice. And it was great to have, like, options on stuff to eat. So I, like, gorged myself on those. Had a couple of, a couple of uh, sodas, I think, like sparkling water type things. And yeah, just kind of been relaxing ever since. I think the hard part about relaxing after doing something like that is like your adrenaline is so high that it just feels like you're buzzing. But I always make it a point to try to give myself like a little bit of a break in between doing stuff because like I can just keep going and going and going but when I finally burn out like I'm just done I'm done for like weeks sometimes months if I burn out properly so and I don't really like that I like to be consistently making things so I've given myself kind of a little break I've picked up some paper and some ink well I've already got inked because of my sweet, sweet, sweet <laughs> uh, sponsor, Yasumoto Inc. Uh, you can check them out on yasumotoinc.com. They've got brushes and ink and watercolors and all types of stuff. It's really beautiful and nice and you should really give it a shot. I used, the paints I used for the mural were, I used some golden for the acrylic I used some A2 for the acrylic. Uh, the paint markers were like, uh, I don't know, just paint markers, probably golden. Um, and the cans were like a special street brand that I don't remember the name of. So they're not sponsoring this video anyway, so this, uh, this podcast anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Um, but yeah, and then I did like an open sign also on the ground, the white and the green. And it was just all really beautiful. And I felt really happy about it. So, I hope you enjoyed looking at all the photos. If you'd like to see kind of a from start to finish photos, I took like a full roll and put it on my website, jawsblakeblog.com. And you should check it out and see what you like. Uh, I am open for... Well, we'll talk about that a different part of the podcast. But yeah, it's really cool and I love it. So my knee is finally done. <laughs> it took like two years and a ridiculous amount of, I guess, procrastination, income, and probably a little more procrastination to get it done. Also, side note, please uh, remember to drink some water and, and or I've got some pineapple tea, some piña.
with a little wildflower honey. Ah, gorgeous. So yeah, been meaning to finish my kneecap tattoo for a while now. Yes, it was very painful to get done over the last two years. Um, the last bit of it really wasn't actually that bad. I just had to get colors put in and it was just uh, the mask and part of the gorilla's mouth and eyes. So, yeah, if you want to see it, uh, check social media. Jaws underscore Blake on Instagram. Uh, my Patreon. There's photos on that. Uh, Juara Blake. Just uh, basic type of things. Silliness. Uh, I'll probably put it on my Twitter. Juara3180. I think that's it. Maybe it's 318. One day we'll figure it out. Like right now when I look it up in front of you. It is... Da -da 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 -da. This is riveting for podcasting. It is... Yeah, sorry. Juara, J-A-W-A-R-A, 318. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. But no, it was just cool. It was nice to catch up with Seven and... Inkbully and a bunch of the other guys. Yes, all tattoo shops have nicknames for all their tattoo artists almost. Like nobody uses a lot of the, particularly in the black tattoo industry. A lot of guys have like cool biker names. Mm. Even better on the second sip. Um, yeah, but I've known these guys forever. And it's just, you know, I knew them before... Uh, I knew Seven for a very long time. Uh, Black Line Inc., if you're ever in the College Park area, go check them out. You need tattoo done. It's pretty sweet. And I'm basically just kind of making plans on what I'm going to do next, which is I want to do uh, uh, Koroka. <laughs> Kualkai. Kualkai. <laughs> This is so bad and embarrassing. Kurokaro. That's it. Kurokaro. He was the Aztec god of the wind. Or the, the feathered serpent uh, with wings. And uh, I've just been reading about mythologies and stuff for so long. And I've always kind of found like the wind gods of a lot of, company, a lot of uh, religions are just really interesting to me. I spend a lot of time when I, when my brain needs to kind of clear itself a little I'll go out on the balcony or when I was in Charlotte I'd go out on my mom's uh, steps in her backyard where the uh, I just can't find words today where the uh, porch was basically and I'd sit on there with a cup of tea and a blanket and I'd just look up at the sky and everything light a little citronella candle and just relax it is just the way to, to go about it. And, uh, yeah, I talk to the wind a lot. So now I want to get another wind tattoo. I want to finally get a wind god tattoo of, uh, yeah, Kotokaro. And, um, yeah, he was a Aztec god of wind and creation. And I just always felt like a strong connection. So I want to get my left hand I'm finally gonna get my palm down not my palm what a, what's the 
I don't know what it's called. The outside of your hand. Maybe that's what it is. But, uh, yeah, we'll get that done next. Uh, might probably get that done in March, maybe. I'm undecided. March or April. But, uh, yeah, it's going to hurt because they all kind of hurt, to be completely honest. I've never had a tattoo that didn't hurt a little bit. Some are way more painful than others. The kneecap, for instance. Extremely painful to get the outline on. But, yeah, I'm excited because this is just fun things I get to do for myself. So, yeah. So, everybody keeps asking me what's next. Um, I want my dream of having a mural company to come true where I get like all these mural jobs and I'm painting and I'm doing these things there are a bunch of artists that I follow on like social media that are muralist and they just do some of the coolest stuff and they get to have like the the kind of wildest adventures while doing them and that's what I would like honestly I would really like that a lot that would be probably my my dream at this point would be to have my own I mean, I, I technically already have my own mural company. It's me. But, you know, to be official and to be able to, like, live off of that would be amazing, honestly. So, it's simple. It's not very complex. But I would like it. the weirdest part sometimes about doing like murals and big pieces and stuff like that is it's so much easier for me to work these giant pieces as it is to work like these really really small ones that I do now um but I mean those are cool and I enjoy them because I try to pack a lot into them which is kind of interesting but I yeah, it's, it's very strange. Like, you have to get your arms used to moving very small, consensual kind of circles and whatnot. And people are funny because they have this idea in their minds that somehow the dream is to make everything uh, symmetrical. Which, not really, honestly. Like, you'd be shocked to find out how unsymmetrical <laughs> most of us most of us are as far as faces and all that stuff. So I just, I love the idea of working big. It just feels so normal and natural. And I really want to like get back into that feeling, into that vibe, if you will. So yeah, my next piece, I feel like it's going to be a, a fairly big one. Um, long, tall, whatever. But it's... I just, I'm, I really want it to be beautiful, so I'm contemplating what I'm going to do next as I give myself my mandatory break. Now, for those who ask, I am taking holiday art commissions. Uh, I'm not going to be able to do a lot of them, so it's going to be the first come, first serve. You can contact me at uh, painterfilespodcast at gmail.com. And I will happily try and figure out what we can do so we can get you that piece for the holidays. Uh, I love doing them throughout the year as long as, you know, my rule has always been 
come to me to make me to have me do something really beautiful for you then just you know hire me and let me make you something i tell people you know when when it's your vision that something is a certain way you have to either have it very fleshed out or make it yourself because i think the problem most people have is they really want to have something but they don't really know what it is when they have to say it out loud. It's like I want a blue room, but I want like five blues. You go, okay, light to dark, dark to light, all over the place, what are we talking? I don't know, like five blues. And you're like, okay, this is probably not going to turn out exactly the way you want it to be. These are very particular things that you, if you, if you, make, them in pro, if you make them proper details, then you have to be able to kind of Show your receipts is in a way, I guess would be the easiest thing to describe it as. I guess this is also something for all my kind of little artistas out there. Uh, yeah, keep asking questions. If somebody's not clear about what they want, like you gotta, you gotta keep asking questions so that you know exactly what they're wanting to pay you for. It's important. I remember this one time in art school. Yay, art school stories. Um, <laughs> wait a sec. I got something for it because ridiculousness and utter silliness and such is in accordance to all these weird little things we do. So, where is that? I know it's in here somewhere. It's really not in here. That's the word. Oh, wait. Yay! There you go. <laughs> now we're the payoff at all. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it's just, you know, sometimes that happens, sometimes that doesn't. Like, you build something up so it's supposed to be this, like, really big moment of, like, just, hey, check this out, etc. And it just does not happen. And I'm so sorry, but that was just, <laughs> that was just really funny. I don't know. I thought it was going to be like this really interesting kind of funny thing, but it really just didn't go that way. So, mm, oh, well, nothing can be done about it. Maybe this one. There we go. See, payoff. You're all welcome. You're all very, very welcome. <laughs> I don't even remember what we're talking about. Uh, oh, sorry. Art school story. God, that's a way off type of thing. Um, so I remember going to these things called gallery crawls. We used to have every every other Friday. It was always horrible because, like, you get really excited. Hadn't gone for, like, a week or two. Mm -hmm. Slurp indeed, Sarah. Um, and... This train, you have to trash these train tracks. Bleh. You have to pass these train tracks. And in the train tracks, sometimes these trains would be like an hour long going past. Which sucked. Because you were so excited to like go. You'd sit through all of it and get there. And they'd be like, no, there's no crawl this week. It's next week. And you're like, oh, fucking hey, Come on. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. Um... She doesn't like when I cuss. I think it's funny, but I think, well, I think it's funny regardless. Um, yeah. So, you know, sitting there 
in my Ford Ranger, green Ford Ranger pickup truck, sitting at this, sitting at these train tracks as they ding, 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 hang down and do the thing. Uh, you know, don't cross me, type of thing. It gets so bad that sometimes you would like reverse away from the tracks and then try and go as far down as you could to track crash you know, to cross the tracks and so that you could just sit to the other side so you could go places it was just ridiculous and it was so funny because like the, the gallery crawl had all these galleries but the best gallery was over the train tracks in this dark studio space looked like uh loading docks more than it was anything else and they were used as like art they were used as art spots, but they used to be like loading facilities. So it had like this really crazy kind of uh back up a semi into the uh the big went the big door. But they had like little doors also. But yeah, it was just funny. Uh, it was this really you'd listen to like whole albums and read entire books. Well not entire books. You'd read a lot of a book. Uh, just waiting and waiting and waiting. And then you'd get over there to see this show. And they'd be like, yeah, we're closed. No, man, that's not today. Or you'd walk in on like a figure art class, figure drawing class. So you just always carried a sketchbook with you and some and some tools. Uh, we used to carry all our stuff in like toolboxes. So we'd show up and be like, oh, crap, it's not the thing. I'm like, no, but you can sit. And you're like, okay. So you go back and grab some cash, and then you go do the whole thing and draw all these interesting naked people and all these weird abstract positions and perspectives. Can't see my arms, but there's a lot of, like, box, small box, little box, big box motion with my arms. Huh. I don't know what the moral of these stories are. Sometimes I just think they're just fun to tell you about art school stories where you just get so excited and be like, oh, man, no. <laughs> and then you and your friends would go to uh, Cosmic Pizza, I think was the name of the place. We'd go there and we'd get like these giant drippy pizzas from like all different types of weird flavors that they had named after people from different rock bands like uh, kind of like the way uh, they have like cherry garcia for ben and jerry's they had something similar like that for pizzas metal mushroom that was the name of the place and it was just it was very funny how we just always end up there and we drink like pitchers of cheap beer and you want pizza and it would just be chill and there was, like, all these random venues there. I remember I tried an alligator bite once when I was there. I got very sick because, as you know, you don't really meet very much, if at all, in decades. So, yeah. Calorie crawls. All right, Galeras. It is time to meditate. In my mind, it sounded like the rhythm that you would hear for, like, the Percolate song. It's time for the Percolator. Some of you are starting to say it. You're singing in your head. You're hearing the type of percolation. Uh, coffee machine. It never occurred to me as a kid that there was supposed to be a percolation thing like a coffee machine. It's funny. Um, yeah. Meditate. So in the last couple of days slash week, 
I found myself in a bit of a stressful kind of situation with my internally. And sometimes when I get frustrated, when I get, when I get kind of turned backwards internally, it manifests itself as like getting angry at everything. And then I know I have to meditate and drink water and I need to sit and stretch and do all these things. And so how I visualize these things in my life is kind of like a horizon line. Like you're holding a tennis ball. You're throwing it in the air, curving in the middle between you, and then back to the other hand. And it's like the, the, the day cycle. Dusk, midday, end of day. I know there's lots of other stuff in between there, but that's how I visualize it. So I imagine that I'm working on my breathing. We should all be working on our breathing. Breath is life. Breath is beautiful. Turn your palms up. Put them up in your lap. Cross your legs. And sit on the floor. On your belly. Details are fuzzy. And then I want you to just realize the ball is the sun. It goes from your left hand up in the middle between your eyes. And then it darkens as it hits your right hand. And this is a cycle going up and back and down. Up and back and down. And as these things go, you find yourself leaving yourself open, wide open and just stretched, so all the rigid can come out of you, so you, I know when I stretch I hear like a white noise in between my ears, does that happen to you, maybe, and you're just reaching and opening and just letting it all release and as you focus on the ball all the things that you've been focusing on that are stressing you out just kind of slip away and then you exhale and you just blow it away from you and then it just evaporates it needs you to be valid you do not need it to be valid there's your quote. He blows into the microphone. And the ball is in your hand. It's up again. It's down. Every impact to your palms is simply just opening the door a little wider so that you can just let all the good energy in. And just let go of your negative energy. All energy, good or bad, is energy, is a key. But 
what we do with it is what determines how you feel in the end. So yeah, I just want to thank everybody for supporting the podcast, for supporting the YouTube channel, Painter Files, <laughs> and then, you know, the Twitter. Um, <laughs> this is the worst. Painter Files podcast on Twitter. Uh, and just, you know, the Patreon, Juara Blake. And just everything. Without all this, there couldn't be you. That's backwards. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. All this exists for you. And hopefully it does something for you in the long run. And you see yourself feeling happier and more engaged. So I love you very much. I hope you're well. I hope you have a great weekend. If you are meeting with family or friends or whatever for the holiday to just eat and relax. I don't think most of us really think so much about the pilgrims, but, you know, it's a, it's, its own story within itself. Um, but I, I hope whatever you choose to do is happy and healthy, relatively. And, um, yeah, it just all goes the way it's supposed to for you. All right. I love you. Have a good one. I'll talk to you next week. Painter out.